Ashhadu an la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah wa ashhadu anna Muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu amma ba'du fa'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim bismillahirrahmanirrahim <coughs> Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala alladhina min qablikum la'allakum tattakun From Surah Al-Baqarah of the Holy Quran chapter 2 verse 184 O ye who believe fasting is prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you so that you may become righteous by the sheer grace and mercy of allah ramadanul mubarak the blessed month of ramadan is once again upon us and we should begin this month with reflection and reflection by saying alhamdulillah that all praise belongs to Allah. How many of us know of at least one person that was able to enjoy the blessed month of Ramadan last year that is no longer among us? And the call of Allah came for him or her. The month of Ramadan Explained by Hazrat Khalifatul Masih the Fifth, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Asr Aziz, in his Friday sermon of 2nd of June in 2017, Hazur states that the Holy Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam once said that if people knew about the excellences of Ramadan, then my Ummah would have wished that the entire year would be Ramadan. Upon this, a person asked him as to what the excellences of Ramadan were, and he replied, Verily, paradise is decorated for Ramadan from the beginning to the end of the year. Likewise, in another narration reported by Hazrat Abu Hurairah, the Holy Prophet Muhammad said, that whoever observes fasting during Ramadan in a state of faith and while self-evaluating his previous sins will be forgiven and if you knew what the excellences of Ramadan are you would have wished that the entire year were Ramadan. Hazur then states that when man increases in faith undertakes self-evaluation and reflection essentially watches over his shortcomings and actions focuses on fulfilling the rights of Allah and the rights of people and tries to make his actions conductive or uh, conducive rather to the will of Allah only then is he granted forgiveness for his past sins this is also the purpose of fasting during Ramadan 
which Allah the Almighty has mentioned in the Holy Quran. In the verse which I recited, fasting is prescribed for you. The month of Ramadan is designed or designated every year so that you may become righteous and taqwa means that every action should be undertaken for the pleasure of Allah, the Almighty. Then, and only then, can you benefit from fasting and save yourselves from the onslaught of Satan. When you will fast with sincerity, being righteous, will you come to the refuge of Allah, the Almighty? Or will you come in the refuge of Allah, the Almighty? The Holy Prophet Muhammad sallallahu states that whoever fasts during Ramadan in a state of faith while self-examining will have his previous sins forgiven. This is not something ordinary and it is not something that is to be taken lightly. The Promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed والسلام, the founder of the worldwide Ahmadiyya Muslim community, states or, and, and uh, taught us that a state of faith cannot be attained, attained to until and unless one recognizes God. He further states that we must cross the great stage of recognizing and understanding God. And if our understanding of God is defective or mingled with doubt or in any way weak, our faith shall never be glowing and imbued with light. So the question is, how does one get to that state of truly recognizes, recognizing God. The Promised Messiah, Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed mentions this in many of his writings. He writes in certain places that it is certainty that takes one from a lower stage to a higher stage of spirituality. In Malfuzat, Hazrat Masih Ma'ud states, to bear hardship for the sake of Allah the Exalted. He states that when disciplinary action is meted out to people in employment and other matters, and they are reprimanded by rulers, how wonderful would it be if they were to bear hardship for the sake of Allah the Exalted? Those who shoulder pain and difficulty so that righteousness may be upheld find favor amongst people as well. This is the way of the prophets and the truthful. Allah, the exalted, never remains in debt of an individual who sustains material loss for his sake and always grants a full reward. This is from Malfuzat, Volume 1, page 5. So in order to truly recognize God, it requires discipline, it requires self-reformation and it requires what the Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Asl Aziz speaks of, of self-reflection and it requires hard work, effort. 
If we are to compare anything in the world and the results that it produces, for example, for those who work out, know that in order to achieve gains, in order to improve your strength, in order to have definition on your muscle, a, a, a visible definition where you can see muscles, there is a process, discipline, eating, your diet. It's an all-round effort that is required in order to achieve that goal. If you look at students that are studying, they, they cannot achieve an A-plus on their grades without putting in some sort of an effort. And not just some sort of an effort, to achieve that high of a grade, a student has to go the extra mile on a normal uh, uh, basis. The same is the case when it comes to spirituality. If we truly want to achieve that nearness of Allah the Almighty, Allah Ta'ala, and the reason why I, I started uh, the dars today with reflection was that how beautiful is the being of Allah that He has made things clear and simple for us. How many times do we see those that want to lose weight, those that want to gain muscle mass, are confused, what do I do? Uh, there are thousands of videos on YouTube that speak about what diet you should eat, what uh, uh, muscles you, su you should exercise, what schedule you should take in certain uh, muscles that you, that you should exercise on which day and so on and so forth. And yet people are still confused. And people may not achieve the result that they require. The answer is simple. For example, so if for, for somebody that works out would know that in order to lose weight and gain muscle, you have to stick to discipline and some sort of a plan and hard work. And when people fail, they fail because they haven't followed that plan. Whatever plan that may be. For us, that plan has been clearly highlighted. It is like a tarmac at nighttime that is lit up. And all we have to do is take off. The holy month of Ramadan is that pathway that can be used to take off and take flight. Allah Ta'ala states in the Holy Quran, in chapter 2, verse 187, That when my servants ask thee of me, say, I am near. I answer the prayer of the supplicant when he prays to me. Hazrat Khalifatul Masih al-Khamis, Ayyadahullahu Ta'ala bin Aziz, states in August 10th of 2012, 
in his Friday sermon that many letters are received seeking of beneficence of Ramadan. People mention this to him in, in, in person as well. Indeed, Hazur states, a believer should be concerned to derive maximum beneficence from Ramadan. If an Ahmadi is not thus concerned, the objective to uh, is concerned and the objective to accept the promised Messiah is negated. He came to this world to bring a spiritual revolution that was to take man closer to God. His advent came to pass to bring about the following to steer thoughts and concerns towards forging a connection with God, to strengthen faith and take it to a higher level, to discharge the rights to mankind alongside developing our spirituality, to draw our attention to bring about pious changes in ourselves and to always self-reflect for this purpose. He came to generate a spiritual revolution that would draw attention to the ways and means to attain the above. If God's grace, if uh, and Hazur states that it is God's uh, uh, grace and favor that time and again He provides us with the occasions to attain these pieties, and Ramadan is a very great and most blessed opportunity among such opportunities. Certainly, fortunate are those in whom uh, uh, desire to bring about spiritual revolution is created during Ramadan, and they also make effort for it. However, efforts will only be beneficial when only those ways and means are adopted, which Allah has taught. Self-made ways and means do not avail. It has been mentioned previously that nearness to God cannot be attained by relying on apparent salat alone, although such apparent actions are important, and one cannot attain nearness to God without them. For example, uh, uh, eating of sihir and iftar and other actions are obligatory. However, it is wrong to say that one finds God by arranging a gathering of dhikr or the remembrance of Allah or that one pays the dues of devotion to God in this way. Not at all. In order to attain this, one has to practice the sunnah of the Holy Prophet Muhammad which he advised his ummah to do. In addition to the outward actions, one needs to bring about inward pious changes and to take them to high, a high level. This too is an important commandment and one needs to generate an ardor to attain this. The Quranic verse of chapter 2 verse 187 speaks of the method to attain God's love and speaks of that status when man becomes a true believer. While God's love for His servants exudes in this verse, it also gives us further insight into the hadith that relates that God states that if man comes 
one span nearer to me, I go one yard nearer to him. And if he comes one hand close to me, I go two hands closer to him. And if he comes to me walking, I go to him running. Such is God's love for those who try to truly pay the dues of devotion to him. While the word ibadi, or my servants, in the verse indicates God's love for, for his servants, it also shows that he does not say, I am near to the call of every person. One who does not want to go even a span towards God does not come in the category of ibadi. In this verse, God has not used the word bashar or man. Rather, ibadi is used signifying the addressee to be one who is inclined towards becoming an abd or a servant. So how does one pay the dues of being an abd? That is the question. Hazur states this takes us towards the commandment in which God has drawn our attention to the purpose of our creation and has stated that his servants are those who having recognized the purpose of their creation make efforts toward it day and night. As regards our purpose of creation, Allah the Almighty states, and I have not created the jinn and the men, but that they may worship me. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ Chapter 51, verse 57. Thus, God has stated that being an abd means having to continually, continually raise the standard of one's worship. Rather, one who wishes to be a true abd has to keep it in view all the time. God states that when the blessing of fasting brings about further spiritual progress, tell those who ask about me that I am closer during Ramadan and tell those who are already drawn to me that I come even closer during Ramadan. God comes down to the lower heaven for those who worship him during Tahajjud outside of Ramadan. However, in Ramadan, his affection grows further still and fortunate are those who take advantage of it and then promise that they will continue the efforts. For Tahajjud and Nawafil, the optional prayers, through which they have experienced nearness to God, that they will continue with their regularity in Salat and reading of the Holy Qur'an. In this blessed month of Ramadan, we have to make certain goals in order to progress. So our goal in the month of Ramadan, first starting with reflection, should be that we assess ourselves. Hazur has mentioned this in many uh, Friday sermons as well, that we have to continuously assess ourselves. In this uh, uh, quote that I mentioned as well, Hazur alluded to that. So the first step is to assess ourselves at, at where we stand, and then we have to make certain goals, achievable, attainable goals, uh, 
one of the most basic goals that we have to have is that we have to finish the recitation of the Holy Quran at least once in its entirety in the month of Ramadan. Then another goal in Ramadan should be that we will offer tahajjud on a daily basis. Another goal can be that we will try to avoid all forms of loose talk, vain speech, anything that leads us away from Allah. The Holy Prophet Muhammad states that when a, and I'm paraphrasing here, but when a, a, a believer who is fasting and someone starts to quarrel with him, starts a fight with him, all he should state instead of responding to such a person is inni sa'imun that I am verily fasting and everyone's goals can be different but there are certain goals that are the most basic and should be achieved and attained or an effort should be made at least an ardent effort a burning desire and one of those basic goals is to achieve a higher spiritual level and status for ourselves, reminding our families, our friends, and then also to pray for Hazrat Khalifatul Masih, Ayyadahullah Ta'ala bin Nasr Aziz. I hope and pray that we all, each one of us, is truly able to achieve these and many more goals in the month, in the blessed month of Ramadan, and that when this month departs, our efforts do not stop there, that we have established such discipline that those efforts continue throughout the year.